Welcome to Heathen in the Hedge. This is a podcast about marriage, magic, and beyond. My name is Merlin. And I'm Shay. Today is Freaky Friday, and today's episode is about as freaky as you can get, because we're talking about ghosts, hauntings, and demons. Woo! So to, uh, yeah, yeah, and to start out our questions, we'll get right after it. Do you believe in ghosts? Or yeah. do you believe in paranormal activity? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah, me too. Like we've said before, the universe is way too big not to have a bunch of other entities roaming around here. Yeah. And due to some personal experiences that I've had personally. Right. Um, that was redundant. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I know that. You're a believer. I, I know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I think we've, I think we've, which goes into our next question. We've both had experiences, obviously, that would lead us to be believers um, because I think it's easier to believe when you've definitely experienced something yourself. But, Absolutely. Um, we've, we've both had instances where, where things were just a little, uh, little on the hand of the spiritual side. So sure. how about, I'll let you go first. Yeah. Like my whole life I've had encounters with the paranormal beings. Like it was a little more light and playful when I was a child. Cause they would be, you know, kind of shadow people-y, but like colorful and more playful and dancey. But as I got older, they started, you know, being a little more lurky and, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Okay, but yeah, my okay. entire life up until, I mean, just like a month ago was my last like full on experience. But I see. yeah, like yeah. my, yeah. Wow. Wait, what, what, did, what did you have a month ago? That was at the, uh, I was at work. I was, oh, I was right, open, right. I was open in the civic center like real early one morning and I was cleaning one of the smaller offices. Two things happened that morning. I was cleaning one of the smaller offices and, um, I was just walking around the office, collecting all the trash and the trash cans and like something like full on yanked the sleeve of my shirt, like almost oh. knocked me over, yanked me. And then like, uh, later on that morning, like an hour later, probably I was cleaning one of the bigger offices, like in the other side of, uh, the civic center or city hall yeah. and, uh, was vacuuming and the lights went out and I thought maybe a breaker blew, but all the rest of the lights in the building were on. And I went and looked at the light switch and it was like physically turned off. Huh. And, uh, so that's weird. yeah, that was yeah. like my most recent one, but okay. like little physical contact and, you know, some poltergeist activity flipping lights on and off. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what about yeah. you? Yeah. I've, I mean, I've had a couple of experiences. Um, I mean, I've seen like, you know, shadow people. I've seen a couple of figures, that kind of thing. Um, I've had more, I feel like experiences with like the intuition of it, just knowing that things were there and, and kind of having those things. Like, I mean, I have seen, like I went into a, uh, a warehouse once, like at the old, place that I worked in had like this shadow figure pretty much like it was like I flipped the light on and it's just stood there for a second like like kind of like oh shit and then like darted to the side <laughs> like oh they, they saw me um it was kind of an interesting an interesting experience but that was like my most recent one um I've had other ones like when I was younger just like seeing like um shadow people or like experiencing like hearing things and and stuff like that so mm-hmm. um nothing like over the top i mean there was like the one that i felt was the equivalence of me being like 
possessed and it kind of like taking over my body and it was like i could see it like in my head like a movie but i could feel everything mm-hmm. and that was a real experience um that was uh, i was really too young for and, and it kind of turned me off to to letting my abilities um be open to that type of experience so yeah it was just one of those things that like i was you're not ready for well that gets into our next question what do you think it's going to be a three-part question what do you think ghosts uh are basically Uh and um why do you think hauntings happen and do you think that the hauntings are attached to like physical locations or are they just attracted to the energy of living beings like you know humans are they just attracted to us in general okay <laughs> like basically what are they and why are they here and what do they want okay got it got it <laughs> yeah. okay well i do feel like um that they are definitely <clears throat> just you know some kind of like trapped energy or lost souls or or that kind of thing um if they're not a a previous living being then it definitely is some kind of of a of an energy source that Mm -hmm. would allow or that would be like attracting or or allowing for this to uh to to uh, to basically happen i guess or fester like in one place where they're usually like attracted to certain places or they like to hang out in a certain places that kind of thing for sure so definitely think it's some kind of something like that and then um you know why because because they're lost and don't really know what they're doing and if they do know what they're doing you know it could just be for the simple fact that like i mean uh, just somewhere they liked maybe right yeah it could be for any reason it could be like they they don't recognize that maybe they're doing what they're doing because a lot of times they'll sometimes i've heard that you know if spirits are let's say in a house and then a family moves in you know they might uh, um, adopt that family as their own so they don't really see them as a complete separate people but more like their family that they used to live with when they were a living yeah so then they start to you know i've heard of stories of people coming like home and like their clothes being like folded for them like after they mm, did totally. laundry or something or like their their dishes being like put away in the cabinet or something like that like just things like that they usually would be like wait i didn't do that and it's just like the reaction of the the spirit to do what they usually would have done when they were alive because they don't really um fully grasp that they may not be living and 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 that goes beyond a whole nother genre when it's when it's not a spirit. If it's if it's something else. Oh yeah, like if it's not a ghost, you mean? Right. It's, and it's like a yeah. Well, that's a. I I agree. I think it depends individually because with my the, all the experience, I've had several experiences through my throughout my life, and like they're all a little bit different. Like each spirit has a different personality, and like they come through differently. Like sometimes I'll see them, sometimes I'll just feel them, sometimes it's physical contact. And sometimes it's, uh, like they're like a human being just standing there right in front of me. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I think it's a little bit of everything. I think some ghosts are just maybe like time imprints or like a memory imprint that's just hanging around. Mm -hmm. Some ghosts are like just straight up spirits of somebody that, you know, is deceased that maybe they're just attached to like a house or a family or anything and then like i think sometimes they can be attached to people i've 
I've right. I've encountered um deceased people that were attached to like living 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 beings that yes. they were related yes. to like uh, like ancestors and stuff like that. Absolutely. Um, yeah, definitely. And I've had experiences with like you said like beings that were not deceased people they were just demons and when, mm -hmm. I'm, t when I'm talking about demons I'm not talking about like the Christian idea of demons where they're like you know the representatives of the devil like that kind of thing I believe that demons are spirits that have never been human mm -hmm. they've always just been spirits they're like a purely 100% always been in the spirit realm type of being right right almost like a like a maybe a step below a deity possibly or something uh -huh. like that. Like they're, yeah. Uh, okay. yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Same sure. thing with angels. Like I don't necessarily believe that like angels are like these like message messengers of God. I believe mm -hmm. that they are just kind of like the same thing. They're beings that have always been spirits. Been yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, Let's see. What's the next question? How do you usually experience paranormal encounters? Like, is it, do you, do you see them typically or is it more of a feeling? Did we uh, already talk about that? No, no, no. Yeah. I, I would say that I definitely experience it like mainly like as a, like a feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, I, sometimes I hear things, sometimes I see things like, like shadow people and such, but not like to the fullest form. And, um, you know, I've, I've never really quite experienced, like, I heard some people say they, like, sometimes they smell, like, their favorite smell of someone that's passed, but I've yeah. never had that happen to me. I just, uh, I haven't, I, I, for the main, main, mainly just see and hear and kind of sense. Yeah. Most of my experiences have been like shadow people and just like the presence, like you can feel the presence of something attached to a building. Like if it's an older older building like there was an old library in Tulsa uh, yeah. that every time I was in there like I never saw anything never heard anything but you could always feel the energy of whatever was attached to that building I don't, yeah. I don't know what it was it was never anything bad or like menacing it was just always there like there was a presence there but I gotcha. yeah but most of what I experience on an everyday basis is definitely more on the feeling side mm -hmm. and then when i feel when i see something past that it's always visual like shadow people or you know that one time i saw like feet hanging out of your aunt's closet that whenever we first moved Lord. to tulsa that was a that was an experience yeah yeah that was a yeah, weird that was I, a weird one i don't know what that was i don't like yeah. ever since you told me that, like, I'm always like, I don't, I don't know how to comprehend that. Like they were, it was just a, and it was more than one set of feet. There was like probably five, like 10 feet, five sets of feet, just like hanging out of the top of the closet. And they looked like wet and gray. What the, like some, like some ring stuff, babe? Yeah, kind of, sort of. Yeah. That's weird. They, they, I don't, I don't know. I have no idea why <laughs> you would have seen that or. <laughs> Or what the reason would be. I don't know. To be honest, but. No, I don't either. That's, yeah. That's a weird one. Uh -huh. Um, What do you think about, like, uh, ghosts and stuff in movies and TV shows? Like, are there any accurate depictions of those? Uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, movies themselves, like, there's just so many to choose from. And they're all 
a completely different type of depiction when it comes to like what they what they're qualifying as a mm-hmm. as a as a haunting mm-hmm. i feel like when you think of stuff like the the poltergeist that's like on a whole nother level of like it kind of starts out normal but then it gets like out of hand like you're like okay like people are coming through the tv yeah i'm channeling th- like what's happening here yeah there's, like, a, there's a kid like stuck it, in the tv yeah it feels like it really goes from like level zero to level like 15 really quickly yeah. so i don't know um but that one seems like the most realistic when it starts and then it gets like way over the top now i've had a this will this will talk about another encounter but i would say like towards the beginning of like the paranormal activity movies before they get batshit crazy, especially the first one, like the first one. Oh yeah. At the beginning of the movie when it's just like little things happening, like pictures falling off the wall or like a chair moving like that kind of shit. Yeah. I've experienced that kind of stuff. And that like a house that I lived in when I was like, uh, I was probably like 21, 22 years old. Um, I lived in that place for two years and it was heavily haunted. Like, cabinet doors would open and shut like day and night and like you'd i'd be in the like in the bathroom in the back of the house and just hear the cabinets in the kitchen opening and slamming shut like it would like be physically shaking the trailer and i would go to the front of the house into the kitchen and they would all be latched shut because the the doors that we had in that kitchen were like they had latches on them oh yeah and yeah they would all be latched shut i mean it would that was stuff would fall off the walls like fly off shelves and come off the walls and crazy noises at night my dog would like wake me up going batshit crazy because you know something was banging on the outside of the of the house and i'd run out in my underwear with a shotgun and there'd be nothing out there (laughs) but yeah i lived in that place for like two years so like i'm gonna say the first paranormal activity movie about halfway through is fairly accurate to some of the stuff that I've experienced, but I mean, you know, that whole movie I've never been drugged down a flight of stairs or no, anything no, like that. No, no, I was going to say like, there was a lot of dramatic moments, but there was definitely a lot of realistic moments. too. That movie did feel real. It was a yeah. little too, a little too realistic. And yeah, in some regards, um, what about like television? Uh, what do you call them? Like, uh, mediums, like the, like the, (laughs) and like the ghost hunters and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. You know, like, I feel like it's 50, 50. Like, I feel like you're sometimes you're getting really good quality content. And then other times you're getting the bullshit. Um, but there was one that we watched on history channel that used to be a really good show. And I don't remember the name of it, but I really wish I could, uh, find it. Yeah. But like when I when I think of like ghost hunters and stuff like that or those kinds of shows like they, I don't know the, those ones are not really like my favorites. I feel like yeah sometimes they're actually doing like quality work and other times they're just standing in a room going like hello hello like it doesn't really go anywhere. Um, but the one particular show that we that I had catched before um, and I, I wish I could remember it was such a good one. It had like a like a lady who was a medium and then a guy who was like a historian and they like she would like go and do like the spiritual analysis like get all of the spiritual information based off of like the spirits in the house and like what she could sense and all that and then would like also provide sketches and stuff like it was really cool and then the guy would like go and do all of the research from town like go to libraries and get all the records and all that stuff and then tell you know basically the homeowner like hi like this is what 
the history is on your house and this is who's haunting it. Like such a cool experience. Yeah. Um, I wish that that one was still around. I don't even know if it is still around because if it is, I don't remember the name of it. I do kind of remember it. I do kind of remember it. I liked that it was, it was, uh, it felt like it didn't feel as dramatized as some of them do. Cause I found, I found in a lot of those history channel shows, even the like, even the like American pickers and stuff like that. Like the first two seasons are usually like really legit and like quality programming. And then after that, it starts getting a little too dramatized. And like, this is like that, that's not, that did not happen. Like that kind of, it's, it just seems a little fake. Um, let's see. What about like family stories and urban legends and stuff? Did you grow up with anything like that? Um, I mean, you know, like, well, obviously, like, legend, like, urban legends, all kinds. But um, family-wise, no, not necessarily. You know, our my family was, you know, of African-American descent. We don't really necessarily believe in the mm-hmm. in the things that exist outside of, like, Christian Christian aspects. But um, I don't, maybe it's not so much a you don't, they don't believe. Maybe it's, like, a, they just don't want to fuck with it. Right. It's just not, <laughs> it's just not something that they're, like, yeah. interested in, in doing or learning about Mm -hmm. so i didn't really get a lot of experience like family wise i really kind of just taught myself everything yeah and um that was really like where i got most majority of the information yeah i had a uh my mom told me a story when i was younger about her mom my grandmother had bought a sewing machine at a yard sale and um like one, like the night, like I think it was like the night of like the sewing machine coming to their home. Mm-hmm. Like my mom woke up at like three o'clock in the morning and there was a like disembodied dress dancing around the table that the sewing machine was setting on. She said it like looked like it had a person in it, but there was Whoa. no head, no hands, no feet. It was just a dress, mm-hmm. like a woman's like a white gown dancing around this table and she told woke up and told my grandma about it and like grandma got rid of the sewing machine like immediately that's a story i like vaguely remember my mom telling me and then there's like some stuff with like my great grandpa he would like talk to spirits and like there was a story about like uh like my grandma when she was little walking in on him when he was taking a nap he was like in his bedroom taking a nap and she walked in to like I got do what kids do when they're little. And, uh, she said he was hovering above the bed, like sound asleep, but just hovering above the bed, like full on Sigourney Weaver being possessed by Zool and Ghostbusters style, uh-huh. like that kind of stuff. Yeah. And like urban legends, we've got like the spook light where I grew up, like in the Northeast Oklahoma area, like right on the, like, border between oklahoma and missouri there's a there's an area that a lot of stuff happens they got like devil's promenade and um what a little people bridge but the one that i remember is spook light and i my i heard stories about it my entire life and then like probably when i was like 24 25 some friends talked me into going to see it and i like i always thought it was just like an urban legend bullshit thing and like sure enough as soon as we got there because what you do is you you pull up on this road, you pull over, you turn your lights off, you turn your car off and you just sit there and supposedly like a light will like show up and like, you know, mess with people. And 
it totally fucking happened. Like within three minutes of us turning the lights off and turning the car off, like this giant, like this white light showed up like 200 yards in front of us. And then like within the blink of an eye, it like zoomed right at us to like 15 feet in front of the car. And it was just like crazy bright. But there's, there's been stories of that since like the early 1900s. But like some people will say like, if it gets real close, like it'll sunburn people's faces. Like, They've seen it, got home and looked in the mirror and half of their face was sunburnt, like that sort of thing. But yeah, there's, there's, there was quite a bit of stuff in the area that I grew up as far as like urban, urban legends and ghost stories and like that kind of stuff. Um, would you stay in a haunted house if you had the opportunity to? Oh, you know, probably not just because for my, (laughs) for my my peace of mind, you know, I know how I am and I just can't handle it like spiritually. I'm just too sensitive for it. I feel like I would lose my mind and like just be up all night saying like, oh, did you hear that? Oh, did you hear that? Yeah. I don't have time for that. But what about you? Uh, yeah, totally. But I mean, I did for two years already. So right. like, uh, did we already talk about that experience? Well, yeah. 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 We just talked about that. But yeah, like I totally would. I think it's fun. Like I've always like kind of embraced it mm-hmm. and just uh, kind of opened myself up to it because why not? It's clearly a part of who I am. Like, yes. I'll, uh, that's fine with me. Um, speaking of like, uh, TV ghostbusters and stuff like that. Like if you had to put together the like dream ghost hunting squad, who would they be? Uh, well, let's see. So I mean, obviously the rock is going to be on my team cause he's on there. He's on every team that I put together. Um, powerhouse player to have there uh-huh um, always always i let's see who else uh jeff goldblum since he's you know got a great sense of humor he's like a yeah he's a jurassic explorer he, he seems like good. A, seems like a pretty open-minded yeah, guy too like, yeah um i'm gonna get harrison ford because you know he's he's uh He's basically Indiana Jones, so he knows what he's doing. He's a skeptical person too, yeah. so I feel like he'd be like a good like skeptic. Um, Tom Cruise, because he's a scientist, right? Like we could the Scientologist, right? We could we could have one good guy who's just sitting there going like, "Hey guys, we can figure this out." He'd be the hype guy, like hundred percent. Right, right. He's definitely the guy sitting in the corner, like trying to figure out like how the ghosts are scientifically existing. And um, lastly, I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna do Zoe Deschanel because she's because I feel like she would be a wonderful addition to my team and that she also has a great sense of humor yeah. and a good personality. So I feel like whenever I'm feeling extremely down about the fact that we're not doing so hot on our on our hunting skills, she can sing me songs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's a good team. I think that's a good, fun, solid team. Yeah. What about you? Uh, mine would be. This is kind of an oddball squad. But Shirley MacLaine, the actress, okay, because she is uh, like she's she's an actress, of course, but she's also like well known as like a medium and like a like a like a psychic, and she's all into like uh, past life regression and stuff like that. So she would be the medium. Like uh, you got the believer, you have to have the believer. Then you've got Gwyneth Paltrow, <laughs> which is an odd one, but she's got a show called the goop lab. I think it's on Netflix, but they talk about like all sorts of like metaphysical stuff and like psychic phenomenons and all that kind of stuff. So she would be like part of the research team. Cause that's basically what her job is in the show is like, 
she scouts and like finds all of these like weird stories and like oddball phenomenons and stuff. And then the last three, I'm going to, I'm calling them the triple bill. I've got Bill Murray because he is a ghostbuster. I've got Bill Nye, the science guy, because he is like a balls to the wall, like atheist, purely science guy. So like, I have to have the skeptic because he would be the, like the voice of reason, like the one that's finding the debunking places. Like, Mm so that, so if like Bill Nye, the science guy can't find a reason to debunk it, then it's a genuine haunting in my eyes. That's true. And then since we've already got one Bill Nye, I'm going to go for like the other Bill Nye, the actor Bill Nye, the guy that played, you know, like Davy Jones and pirates of the Caribbean. And uh, yeah, just cause that'd be fun. Like why not have like an old, sophisticated british man smoking a pipe in the corner like he would be like the yeah he'd he'd be the host slash uh just you know okay uh yeah so like uh shirley gwyneth and the three bills right um for (laughs) the the bills all i gotta say is if there was a kill bill situation we'd have a thing on our hands we oh man figure out which one we're gonna if david carradine was still alive he would be on my team oh you think so yeah yeah well, yeah the guy that played bill the guy that played bill and kill bill yeah <laughs> um let's see we've talked about like experiencing hauntings and like seeing ghosts and mm-hmm. stuff like that have you ever actively tried to communicate with a spirit or a deceased loved one or anything uh, like that. Yeah. 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 I have, you know, I've tried it in the many different ways of which divination exists and then, then some, but, um, I have like recently tried like the automatic writing, which was really cool. Um, that's just kind of, you know, like getting yourself in a quiet space and getting your mind to kind of open up and writing down like the things that pop up. Um, sometimes relevant, sometimes not relevant, but that was my way of trying that out. And I definitely will be trying more of that, but that's been, yeah, that's been, yeah, that's been my way of trying to, um, to get in touch with, with like the spirit realm. Like I want to be able to, uh, kind of have like a very easy and pleasant experience with reaching out to them. Totally. Um, for me, yeah, I have, I've, I mean, of course, like a couple of experiences with a Ouija board. Um, but probably the biggest one as far as communicating was be, would be just overall scrying. I've had like some encounters with scrying, but like the biggest one is like, um, just a couple months after my mother had passed away, she came through in one of my scrying sessions and like, it was just like a, like a really pleasant, like, Hey, how's it going? Like, I'm just just call like kind of just it was it felt like a phone call i'm just calling to check in like sorry about dying and all that but like i'm 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 always with the family like i'm always around like just hanging out like don't worry about me everything's fine and uh yeah that was like a i wasn't intentionally trying to reach out to her but like i scry regularly and like meditate regularly and i think she just used that as the avenue through reaching out to me i guess yeah so that was cool that was pretty cool that's really cool but yeah um and i guess for the last question when you pass away when you die would you want to become a ghost and if so what would you do uh you know if i had a choice i don't think i'd come back i've had enough of this place 
I don't want to see it again. Yeah. I wouldn't want to come back. I wouldn't even want to come back in Ghost Form. But I feel like I... <laughs> <laughs> I so reincarnation's have... a no-go. No, thank you. I prefer to just move along um, away from this place. Yeah. That's what I would prefer to do. Just leave here. But I, <laughs> but I do feel like... Um, I do feel like in general, like if I had to come back as a ghost, I would really just use that as a free travel pass to just go wherever oh, yeah. I wanted to go and see the world and all those just places. Just teleport everywhere you've always yeah, wanted to go. Like literally just getting to trap like world travel in peace. <laughs> yeah. Is the goal. Instead of rest in peace, it's travel in peace. Yes, I'll travel put... in peace. Like astral travel in peace. Like that's all I want. If you kick it before I do, I'll, that's what I'll put on your TM Stone. Travel in peace. Thank you so much. I yep. really appreciate that. And I yep. feel like it would be very fitting. <laughs> yep. What would you do? Like, are you going to become a ghost? Yeah, totally. I totally would. But I think I would be, come back and be like a... Uh, I think I would just hang out with like my loved ones and people that I care about. Like, not like haunt them or anything, but like, you know, just like look out for them and just be there and kind of try to guide. Probably try and guide BB as well as I could because she's, she's going to be a rascal as an adult, oh, I'm yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I'd occasionally do silly things like move the furniture around or no. turn all your shirts inside out in the closet That's or ridiculous. replace the salt and the sugar in the cabinet. So, you know, if anything like that ever happens, if that ever uh, happened, I would banish you. Uh, maybe... I would, I would block you from my spiritual realm if you don't stop. No, <laughs> I'll possess a goat no. and, and bother people. I don't, I don't know, no, but yeah, I totally I'm would. Not, I'm not going to. I would totally come back. But though. I mean, if we die, if once we're both dead, we'll have a really great ghost life together. I'm sure. Yeah, sure. We'll, we'll just start going off and doing the frolics and whatnot, whatever people do when they're dead. I'll travel to different planets. That could be kind of fun. Yeah, let's go see Mars. Over <laughs> there. That sums up this episode of Freaky Friday. Um, yeah, if you want to like share your experiences with us, or maybe even just tell us that we're crazy and. None of this exists. That's all cool. You can you can believe that. And uh, just tell us uh, what your views on the paranormal is. And if you want to do that, you can find us on our Instagram and Facebook profiles or groups, I guess. But those are Heathen in the Hedge podcast. And you can, uh, yeah, just reach out to us. We love hearing from you guys. Talk to us. Ask us questions. Give us suggestions for other episodes. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, guys are like amazing and yeah we we love you all our little heretic family we're glad you're here and hope that you all are enjoying this content and continue to uh to support us and totally listen to what we have to say but so, we, we definitely want to hear your ghost stories absolutely absolutely please make sure you find us and give us that input we'd love to hear from you and you know this has been just this is, yeah this has been a fun fun a freaky fun friday yeah another fun one and uh to just to be transparent, this is the second time that we filmed this one because we got through the entire episode the first time around and realized that our mic was off. Yeah, that's so, great. So, that's fun. So, but, now you're hearing it the second time Yeah, around. yeah. So, this is the, we've rehearsed it, you might as well say. We just didn't realize we were rehearsing. But, perfect, yeah. Perfect. This has been a Freaky Friday. I'm glad, I'm glad uh, to have all you guys. We really appreciate it. Um, all of all of you followers, all of our little uh, our crazy little heretics. But yeah, um, thank you all for being here. Yeah, we will see you on the next one. This has been Heathen and the Hedge. I am Shay. My name is Merlin. And we will catch you next time. Blessed be y'all. Love you guys. Peace.